0: Good morning, Sunship, and welcome to a Course in Miracles daily conference call, where we gather every day and we read from the original edition, which is published by Course in Miracle Society. Today, we are reading from the manual for teachers. We are reading um, section four, the second half, paragraphs 11 through 17. What are the characteristics of God's teachers? We also invite our Daily Lesson 338, I Am Affected Only by My Thoughts, into today's reading, and at this time, I'm going to turn the call over to Reverend Regia for morning prayer. Reverend Regia?
1: Thank you. Thanks, Chris. We'll just close our eyes and draw the awareness within. Just become still for a few moments and pause. There's a course student who says, pause for inspiration. If we could remember, if I could remember just a pause when I need inspiration, it would come. I keep hearing, ask, ask. The answer's there. The loving thoughts of God are there. I need to open to them. Today's lesson is I am affected only by my thoughts. How liberating this is. This is my key to freedom. Nothing oppresses me from outside. It's only my thoughts. Hallelujah. I can change my thoughts. I can't change my brother to be different. I can't change the world to be different. But I can change my thoughts about my brother and the world. Our lesson today says, it, it needs but this, to let salvation come to all the world. For in this simple thought is everyone released at last from fear. Now he has learned that no one frightens him and nothing can endanger him. I am affected only by my thoughts. Unquote. Only the thoughts I hold can injure me my salvation comes from me if there is only mind and mind does not go out then my salvation is the salvation of the world once I come to know with all my heart and soul that I am only affected by my thoughts the dream of terror is over and now open to the loving thoughts of God which are my reality this is forgiveness this is the key to my being here and now the peace of God has come he told us quote this is the stage of real peace for here is heaven's state fully reflected from here the way to heaven is open and easy in fact he tells us it is here unquote Heaven is here. There's no other place. Heaven is now, no other time. Our lesson goes on to say, I have no enemies. It says, he is safe from all external things. He tells me about me and my brother. His thoughts can frighten him. But since these thoughts belong to him alone, he has the power to change them. And exchange each fear thought for a happy thought of love. He crucified himself, yet God has planned that his beloved Son will be redeemed. Hallelujah. And so today we pray, together in this communion of souls, we pray, Father, Mother God, quote, Your plan is sure, my Father. Mother God, only yours. All other plans will fail. And I will have thoughts that will frighten me until I learn that you have given me the only thought that leads me to salvation. And what thought is that? Any and all thoughts that come from my one self, the Christ within. Mine alone will fail and lead me nowhere, but the thought you gave me promises to lead me home, because it holds your promise to your son. And so it is. Amen.
2: Amen.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Pam. i Read
0: Thank it's you, wonderful. Reverend Regia. <laughs> We're all one. <laughs> okay. So in, I have driving. I have Bryce and Paula. And in order, I have Lee, Reverend Rija, Anne, Ida, Fran, and Carl. So has anyone else joined the call that would like to get on the reading list or say good morning?
2: Yeah, good morning. This is, this is Rayla,
3: and I'm just listening. Hi,
0: Rayla. And is that Alan?
4: Yeah, this is Alan. Good morning.
0: Hi, would you like to read? Sure. Great. Glad you're here. Morning, is Mary. Hi, Mary. Want to read? Sure. Great. Okay, so we are starting at 11 on honesty. All of the traits of God's teachers rest on trust. Once that has been achieved... The others cannot fail to follow. Only the trusting can afford honesty, for only they can see its value. Honesty does not apply only to what you say. The term actually means consistency. There is nothing you say that contradicts what you think or do. No thought opposes any other thought. No act belies your word, and no word lacks agreement with another. Such are the truly honest. At no level are they in conflict with themselves, and therefore it is impossible for them to be in conflict with anyone or anything. Lee, 11 and 12, please.
4: All other traits of God's teachers rest on trust. Once that has been achieved, the others cannot fail to follow. Only the trusting can afford honesty. For only they can see its value. Honesty does not apply only to what you say. The term actually means consistency. There's nothing you say that contradicts what you think or do. No thought opposes any other thought. No act belies your word, and no word lacks agreement with another. Such are the truly honest. At no level are they in conflict with themselves. Therefore, it is impossible for them to be in conflict with anyone or anything. 12. The peace of mind which the advanced teachers of God experience is largely due to their perfect honesty. It is only the wish to deceive that makes for war. No one, at one with himself, can even conceive of conflict. Conflict is the inevitable result of self-deception. And self-deception is dishonesty. There is no challenge to a teacher of God. Challenge implies doubt. And the trust on which God's teachers rest, secure, makes doubt impossible. Therefore, they can only succeed in this, as in all things. Therefore, they can only succeed. In this, as in all things, they are honest. They can only succeed because they never do their will alone. They choose for all mankind, for all the world and all things in it, for the unchanging and unchangeable beyond appearances and for the son of God and his creator how could they not succeed they choose in perfect honesty sure of their choice themselves
0: thank you Lee Reverend Regis 12 and 13 please Mm -hmm. okay
1: Um, 12 the peace of God which the advanced teachers of God experience is largely due to their perfect honesty. It is only the wish to deceive that makes for war. No one at one with himself can even conceive of conflict. Conflict is the inevitable result of self-deception, and self-deception is dishonesty. There is no challenge to a teacher of God. Challenge implies doubt. And the trust on which God's teachers rest secure makes doubt impossible. Therefore, they can only succeed. In this, as in all things, they are honest. They can only succeed because they never do their will alone. They choose for all mankind, for all the world, and all things in it, for the unchanging and unchangeable beyond appearances, and for the Son of God and His Creator. How could they not succeed? They choose in perfect honesty, sure of their choice themselves. Oh, um, and Tolerance 13. God's teachers do not judge. To judge is to be dishonest, for to judge is to assume a position you do not have. Judgment without self-deception is impossible. Judgment implies that you have been deceived in your brothers. How then could you not have been deceived in yourself? Judgment implies a lack of trust. And trust remains the bedrock of the teacher of God's whole thought system. Let this be lost and all...
0: Reverend Um, Rija. Let this be lost and all this learning goes. And without judgment are all things equally acceptable for who could judge otherwise without judgment are all men brothers for who is there who stands apart. Judgment destroys honesty and shatters trust. No teacher of God can judge and hope to learn. Anne,
5: 13 and 13, please. Tolerance, 13. God's teachers do not judge. To judge is to be dishonest, for to judge is to assume a position you do not have. Judgment without self-deception is impossible. Judgment implies that you have been deceived in your brother's. How then could you have not been deceived in yourself? Judgment implies a lack of trust. And trust remains the bedrock of the teacher of God's whole thought system. Let this be lost and all learning goes. Without judgment are all things equally acceptable for who could judge otherwise. Without judgment... Are all men brothers, for who is there who stands apart? Judgment destroys honesty and shatters trust. No teacher of God can judge and hope to learn. Gentleness, 14. Harm is impossible for God's teachers. They can neither harm nor be harmed. Harm is the outcome of judgment. It is the dishonest act that follows a dishonest thought. Good. It is a verdict of guilt upon a brother and therefore on oneself. It is the end of peace and the denial of learning. It demonstrates the absence of God's curriculum and its replacement by insanity. No teacher of God must learn. No teacher of God but must learn and fairly early in his training that harmfulness completely obliterates his function from his awareness it will make him confused Mm-mm. it will make him confused, fearful, angry, and suspicious. It will make the Holy Spirit's lesson impossible to learn, nor can God's teachers be heard at all except by those who realize that harm can actually achieve nothing. No gain can come of it. Thank you, Anne. Aida, 14 and 15,
6: please. 14. Harm is impossible for God's teachers. They can neither harm nor be harmed. Harm is the outcome of judgment. It is the dishonest act that follows a dishonest thought. It is a verdict of guilt upon a brother and therefore on oneself. It is the end of peace and the denial of learning. It demonstrates the absence of God's curriculum and its replacement by insanity. No teacher of God but must learn and fairly early in his training, Mm -hmm. that harmfulness completely obliterates his function from his awareness. It will make him confused, fearful, angry, and suspicious. It will make the Holy Spirit's lessons impossible to learn. Nor can God's teacher be heard at all, except by those who realize that harm can actually achieve nothing. No gain can come of it. 15. Therefore, God's teachers are wholly gentle. They need the strength of gentleness. For it is in this that the function of salvation becomes easy. To those who would do harm, it is impossible. To those to whom harm has no meaning, it is merely natural. What choice but this has meaning to the saints? Who chooses hell when he perceives a way to heaven? And who would choose the weakness that must come from harm in place of the unfailing, all-encompassing, and limitless strength of gentleness? The might of God's teacher lies in their gentleness. Where they have understood their evil thoughts came neither from God's Son nor his Creator. Thus as they join their thoughts with Him, who is their source. And so their will, which always was His own, is free to be itself.
3: Thank you, Ida. in 15 and 16, please. 15. Therefore, God's teachers are wholly gentle. They need the strength of gentleness, for it is in this that the function of salvation becomes easy. To those who would do harm, it is impossible. To those to whom harm has no meaning, it is merely natural. What choice but this has meaning to the same? Who chooses hell when he perceives the way to heaven? And who would choose the weakness that must come from harm in place of the unfailing, all-encompassing, and limitless strength of gentleness? The might of God's teachers lies in their gentleness, but they have understood their evil thoughts came neither from God's Son nor His Creator. Thus did they join their thoughts with Him who was their source, and so their will, which always was His own, is free to be itself. Joy, 16. Joy is the inevitable result of gentleness. Gentleness means that fear is now impossible and what will come to interfere with joy. The open hands of gentleness are always filled. The gentle have no pain. They cannot suffer. Why would they not be joyous? They are sure they are loved and must be saved. Joy goes with gentleness as surely as grief attends attack. God's teachers trust in him. And they are sure his teacher goes before them, making sure no harm can come to them. They hold his gifts and follow in his way, because God's voice directs them in all things. Joy is their song of thanks, and Christ looks down on them and thanks as well. His need of them is just as great as theirs of him. How joyous it is to share the purpose of salvation. Thank you, Fran. Carl, 16 and 17, please.
7: Joy is the inevitable result of gentleness. Gentleness means that fear is now impossible and what could come to interfere with joy. The open hands of gentleness are always filled. The gentle have no pain. They cannot suffer. Why would they not be joyous? They are beloved and must be safe. Joy goes with gentleness as surely as grief attends attack. God's teachers trust in Him and they are sure His teacher goes before them making sure no harm can come to them. They hold His gifts and follow in His way because God's voice directs them in all things. Joy is their song of thanks and Christ looks down on them in thanks as well. His need of them is just as great as theirs of Him. How joyous it is to share the purpose of salvation. Defenselessness, 17. God's teachers have learned how to be simple. They have no dreams that need defense against the truth. They do not try to make themselves. Their joy comes from their understanding who created them and does what God created need defense? No one can become an advanced teacher of God until he understands that defenses are but the foolish guardians of mad illusions. The more grotesque the dream, the fiercer and more powerful its defenses seem to be. Yet when the teacher of God finally agrees to look past them, he finds nothing was there. Slowly at first, He lets himself be undeceived. But he learns faster as his trust increases. It is not danger that comes when defenses are laid down. It is safety. It is peace. It is joy. And it is God.
0: Thank you, Carl. And Alan, 17, please. Are you on mute?
5: Let's dropped off the call. Okay,
8: Mary, seventeen, please. God's teachers have learned how to be simple. They have no dreams that need defense against the truth. They do not try to make themselves their joy comes from their understanding who created them and does what god created need defense no one can become an advanced teacher of god until he fully understands that defenses are but foolish guardians of ma- <coughs> excuse me of mad illusions The more grotesque the dream, the fiercer and more powerful its defenses seem to be. Yet, when the teacher of God finally agrees to look past them, he finds nothing was there. Slowly, at first, he lets himself be undeceived. But he learns faster as his trust increases. It is not danger that comes when defenses are laid down. It is safety. It is peace. It is joy. And it is God.
0: Thank you, Mary. It is not danger that comes when defenses are laid down. It is safety. It is peace. It is joy. And it is God. What do you say, Reverend Regia? How about a prayer to open the floor? Reverend Regia? Joy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I can't guarantee that I won't be dropped again, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. And uh, So we'll close our eyes and cross our fingers <laughs> and draw that awareness within. Today we're opening up to the characteristics of who we are this is a description of our one self <laughs> honesty first of all trust tolerance gentleness joy defenselessness and more when i when we open to who We are to the loving thoughts of God, those are the thoughts we choose, then we trust, we trust love, because love is the only reality. That's what the loving thoughts of God present to us, the only reality. No matter what is presented in front of us, the only reality is love, and I trust love. And when I trust love, I don't have to defend myself. What would I defend myself against? There's only love. That's what's real. And then there's nothing I wouldn't tolerate because there's no judgment. The only judgment is that the Son of God is sinless. The only judgment is that love is real. My loving thoughts are real. And from that, we're told, we're here. There's only gentleness when we trust, when we open to the loving thoughts of God. We, we don't defend. We put our defenses down. We, we open to, to what's truly there. And with non-judgment, comes gentleness I don't have to defend, I don't have to attack I can just love and love is my safety we heard today it's not danger that comes when defenses are laid down it's safety, it's peace, it's joy and it's God so that's what we do father mother god today we join together in this holy communion and we're opening in this moment to who we truly are we are gentle we are loving we're joyous we're defenseless we're remembering our true self and it's, it it brings such joy and then we turn and we are Light in the seeming dark. Remember, that's why we came. And we do this together. Mighty companions together. Supporting one another. And opening to the loving thoughts of God. And so it
5: is. Amen.
4: Amen. Thank you, Reverend Rachel. Thank you.
5: Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much.
6: Amen. Thank you.
0: All right. So this is Chris. And the pendulum swung back the other way in the right, my right mind yesterday. I got a text from my dad uh, asking me to call him. And so, like a teacher of God, I prayed and said, Holy Spirit, help me to be of help. And um, man, I, I just I can't even express the gratitude. So, the backstory is pretty what we all experience. My sister in law. Um, is challenged with alcohol. My brother is terrified. There's some financial problems. So he's asking my parents for money and my my parents want to have conditions on the money. And so what, you know, X, if she gets a job, B, she stops drinking, all that crap that that we judge and whatever. And I said, you know, Dad, I have this friend, Reverend Rachel, who says that whenever she meets somebody that's having a challenge she accepts them exactly who they are are and where they're at and that she's never in a position to judge them for whatever they're going through and by me saying that all of a sudden this um, I can't even describe it there was this this sense of serenity I mean I I don't know if, if, if they'll act on that or if I can't even explain what happened but peace came. And everything that we read today, I now believe. I'm complete.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you.
3: Thanks, Chris.
4: Thanks, Chris. Oh, Chris.
3: Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris.
4: Thank you, Chris.
3: Thank you, Chris. Chris, I'm really happy for you. Thank you,
6: Chris.
5: Bless you, dear sister. Bless you. Um.
1: This is Reverend to joy, and you know, I'm tears, tears, just tears, um, tears of joy. <laughs> I always say, you know, there's rainbows in my eyelashes when I cry. Um, I heard that somewhere, I think. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, this call and our sharing is an affirmation. And I think that's what I get that that's what he wants in our doing the course is to affirm by our experience that it, that it works, that miracles are, that they happen, that shifts happen, that the light is real. And we're opening to that light more and more and more. And, we, and as we do that, right now, that feeling of affirmation in my soul, just, it reaffirms and, and dispels the doubt. And so we, we reaffirm for one another what is real. And I thank you with, with, with all my heart. I'm complete.
5: I love you. Thank you, Reverend Rita.
4: Thank you, Reverend Rita.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
5: This is Anne. I want to share something that is just so wonderful to me. Yesterday, I just thought it was going to just pile in on me, and I was just going to go through a black hole somewhere. (laughs) I love what Reverend Regia says this morning, that the only judgment that there is, is love. (laughs) The more grotesque the dream, the fiercer and more powerful its defenses seem to be. Yet when the teacher of God finally agrees, and that's the catcher, Finally agrees to look past them. He finds nothing was there. (laughs) Nothing was there. Slowly at first, he lets himself be undeceived. I was there yesterday. But he learns faster as his trust increases. Trust, trust. It is not danger that comes when defenses are laid down. It is safety, it is peace, it is joy, and it is God. That must be the message that we pass on to our dear brothers and sisters in this world. Because I, they experienced horrible fear, but it's my own thoughts. <laughs> when you can get released from your own thoughts and know there's nothing in there but God thank you thank you I am complete oh
1: bless you Anne thank you
4: thank you Anne
5: thank you
3: Anne
7: thanks Sam
3: thank you Anne
4: it's Lee that's a wonderful tie-in to today's lesson Anne. I can only be affected by my thoughts my thoughts are guided so differently if I know anything about trust. Just a quick couple of comments here. The first sentence of honesty brings us back to what he said yesterday in the introduction to uh, trust. That trust is the foundation of the characteristics of the teacher of God. And he will repeat that for me now. All other traits of God's teachers rest on trust. That would be the way for me to understand uh, the possibility of, of honesty the way he describes it. And the possibility of tolerance. The availability of gentleness and of joy. And the basis for defenselessness is that trust. The other comment I wanted to make was that there can be a tendency, especially um, in reading, uh, for instance, the two paragraphs on honesty, to uh, compare ourselves to what he describes of the teacher of God in that um, fullness Of a recognition of the possibility of honesty and um, I just want to remind that in the introduction to what are the characteristics we were told that um, it's a process that he's describing that initially we seem so different and so separate from one another but as these qualities develop and come to fullness, then we have more sameness with one another as teachers of God than there are distinctions. So there's an arc and um, I can't question where I am on the arc. I know that my only job is to put one foot in front of the other and make sure that I'm being guided in a direction that um, allows this movement instead of Uh, prevents or resists this movement. And uh, so when I read these characteristics, I recognize that he's giving me again a North Star, um, a Pole Star, in regard to these qualities by which to understand where it is I'm going. It's not meant to challenge me or have me... um, Uh, fall into self-judgment because I'm short of the mark. Uh, It's not as though I'm not a teacher of God until this version of honesty or tolerance is in full bloom. He's providing for me what it would be um, uh, in the case of a teacher of God for whom these things are in full bloom. And gives me an idea where I'm going. Thanks, I'm complete.
3: That's wonderful, Lee. Absolutely. Just love it, Lee. Thank you.
8: Thank you, Lee. Needed that reminder.
5: Yes. Thank you,
3: Lee. I I love the part about just put one foot in front of the other. I say to myself so many times, "Am I am I doing this right?" And that's all I can. That's my answer. One foot in front of the other. Thank you. A steady prodder. <laughs> Thank you
6: thanks Lee this is Sharon what i what I just keep coming to is that for me he's describing an advanced teacher of God and I get an ad- when I advance, I take Two steps forward one step back so I know that in there are moments when I am that I I can dive into that moment of being an advanced teacher of God when I totally surrender and um, when I release and ask for some help of any ego of judgment that I have and of course ego comes back and I back again but it's not as though I am here and eventually I'll be there I know I'm back and forth and that makes me really happy thank you i complete thank
1: you, thank you Sharon
6: thanks Sharon
2: thanks thanks Lee
6: This is Ida. I just want to say I just talked to my mom and she said she's the same, doing about the same. I reminded her to rest, rest because her temptation is always to to do too much, even though it takes so much longer without using her right hand than it uh, would otherwise. But so, thank you for caring about that. Um. So. I guess, you know, what the last share made me think, yes, I believe there are moments when I have been, quote, the advanced teacher of God. But the rest of the time, I basically say, I'm working on honesty, or I'm letting the Holy Spirit work with me on honesty, Because I'm kind of not, I mean, I haven't been writing it down. You know, what is honesty and what are the different aspects? Like it says in here that each thing is on par with everything else. What you say, what you do, what you think. Um, I'm more honest than I've ever been in my life, but (laughs) not 100%. And It's funny, what my mother told me the other day about keeping things from people. She still believes in that. Like she did, you know, my parents did and and stuff and my grandparents. When I was a kid and uh, I just didn't want to get into it with her. So I pretended to agree with her and maybe some part of me did agree with her. I'm not totally sure, but so I was being dishonest with her yet again. And I'm sure that she's the person who I've told more lies and more half-truths to than anyone else. But um, and kept things from because I didn't want the hassles. But um, there's a there's a deeper thing but yet, I'm not sure because when we talked about those different kinds of holy relationships, this is definitely, with her, a holy relationship that has been going on for, you know, since she was 28 and had me and and my whole life. And uh, so, right now, I'm tempted to worry a little bit about just what I just told you about the dishonesty and... So, I just turn that over to the Holy Spirit right now and know that I'm not doing this and cannot do this by my will alone. Or perhaps even by my will at all, but my intent with the Holy Spirit, God's teacher. Well, help me through all that and uh,
9: thanks for listening.
6: I'm complete.
9: Thank you, Ida.
4: Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Ida.
9: Thank Thank you, you. Ida. Thank you, Ida.
5: When we are tempted, this is Anne. As Ida said to worry, Reverend Regia had the perfect thing. The only judgment left is love. Hallelujah.
6: What did you say? The only judgment left is what?
5: Is love. There's no other judgment left but love. Wrong? Love? Love. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's the Mississippi. Sorry.
4: Thank you, Ann. Thanks, Ida.
2: All right, let me try this again. Good morning, it's Stephen.
5: Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Um, something that Lee said about the one foot in front of the other. That's all I can do. All I can. All I can know is is with any kind of confidence at all is what the next step might be. Um, anything after that is just guesswork. And I don't know about anybody else, but my plans, how I envision things to unfold, rarely does it go the way that I've laid it out in my mind. So I have to have a whole lot of flexibility in what my path looks like. So if I can get to where at least I know what the next step is, I feel very, very uh, grateful and comfortable with that. Because I can take this step, then I can see farther from there and take the next step, and the next step, and the next step. And what I also find very interesting is, since I don't try to overplan anymore, that when I do try to do the next right thing, take the next right step, the greater good that comes to me than I could have ever uh, have imagined. And, uh, and I recognize that today, which is, again, because I'm not following my plan. I'm not following my ego's plan. I'm open and receptive to where the Holy Spirit would lead me. You know, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? Um, The idea, like, since I've been uh, on these calls with this group, um, I've had the good fortune. uh, I met Harrison in Detroit when I was on my journeys. And then Rob that's on the calls, I met uh, just uh, in the last couple of days. And last night, um, I was with he and his lovely wife Clarice, and uh, and he asked if I had a, a copy, the original copy of the course. And I said no, all I had was the Foundations version. And he said, well, I can help you with that. And he g- he gave me so now I have a so now I have a copy of the original course, the original edition, and it made it just so much easier since I got on the call late this morning um, to be able to find out where you guys were and, 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 and follow with the paragraph count and those kind of things. And to bring it all full circle, it's I did not know that that good was going to come as a result of meeting and interacting with Rob. Uh, and we met through mutual friends that I came to Sarasota to spend some time with. And because I was willing to take the next right step, more good than i could ever have anticipated came my way and that seems to be the whole story of my life when i let it when i let it uh, um, unfold like that if i get my plans out of the way so when we were doing the lesson earlier for today that uh that you know only god's plan will work not my ego's plan and, uh, and the thoughts that I get from guidance to the Holy Spirit are much better than the ones that I come up with when I'm following the ego's dictates. So that's uh, kind of what was coming up with me with the idea of one foot in front of the other. Yeah, at least if I know what the next right step is, at least I know I'm heading in the right direction. I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Hey, thanks,
2: Stephen. Yeah, thanks, thanks Stephen.
6: Love
3: it. Thank you.
10: Thank you. Thanks, it's Rob. We had uh, we had a very <clears throat> interesting, helpful time with each other. Um, Stephen had one, has one of the best ideas I have ever heard um, of a bridging the twelve step program into the 12 step. Uh, idea of the course. Uh, it was fascinating. My local friend, uh, Dr. Marcosa, was extremely interested in it, and we uh, we just had an enlightening evening with Stephen, and uh, ha- haven't had an evening like that in a long, long time. And uh, I'm sure the influences that Stephen absorbed here were part of the, the wonderful evening, and it felt like you were all there. Uh, thank you all so much. I'm complete.
1: Thank you, Rob.
4: Terrific,
2: Rob. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, you Stephen and Rob. And it's great. I love these well, that, encounters. One of the things that I find is the, 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 the fact that we can establish relationships because of these calls and we know how you know what people share and what they what they uh, where they're coming from with their ideas of the course and other things and you have this sense of relationship or feeling connected with someone and then to actually physically meet them. Because usually it was the other way around. You had to first, you had to physically meet someone, and then you find out about who they are. Here we have an opportunity to know who we are before we ever meet the person. And I just thought it's just very interesting. I mean, I spent five years doing uh, these kind of calls with the Circle of Atonement, but I had lived in Sedona. And I, you know, and so we we did classes in person for, for several years before I did it by telephone. And so I'd already met a lot of people in that group, but people that I've met from this group are only because of the phone calls that originated, um, because of the, the lessons and because of the text and the and now the workbook. But um, just amazing how it's a, uh, things have shifted from knowing someone now and then meeting them later versus meeting them and knowing them later. So, but it was a very enjoyable time for me as well. So now there's two people on the call that I've met, so that's terrific. Thank you. completely.
6: Thank you. And the very fact that you mentioned Sarasota was a click to me because the group I was just in before, the Freedom Teachings, the headquarters, sorry, where the speaker number one lives, is in Sarasota. And uh, it is said to be was ancient. In ancient times, it was was connected up to northern Europe I guess and it was part of the what they were really looking for when they were looking for the Holy Grail. But they call it the Grual Ru dash all point. Um, from of all the stargates like the most important one or or something like that. Thank you. I'm complete. No, I'm not <laughs> I just realized I forgot the point. It's sort of like the point which was told Sarah saw the click thing it's just like a little friendly thing that's telling me, thank you, Holy Spirit. That what I did before, even when I turned away from a Course and Miracles before and went to these other things, is still part of my growth learning and just growth to open my heart, and to open my mind, and, and whatever needs to be opened, in order to hear and understand and digest and live in the reality of ACIM every day. So now I really am complete. Thanks.
10: <laughs> Thank you, Ida. Thanks, Ida. Thanks, Ida. Thank you, Ida.
0: Hey, it's Chris. All this gathering talk is making me jealous, but I'm, um, I'm shifting back into my right mind and choosing again and making me think, maybe we should talk about some sort of gathering.
6: I'm complete. My thoughts exactly. I was about to say the same thing, Chris, this <laughs> year. I don't know why I have Yay. such
0: aversion to the Vegas thing. I just... Uh, I don't, it's not that a judgment. I mean, I go to Vegas all the time for business. I just, I don't know. I just don't know. What are other, I know, Fran and Polly, you're going, right?
3: No, we're not going now. What? <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, just a, just an FYI, the uh, Florida Keys are very, very nice at this time of the year. I <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> hmm. Count me if, in on
10: that
5: one.
0: Yeah, maybe on the after call, um, we talked about doing our own conference, and maybe this is what we need to do.
3: I think that sounds great.
0: And then we could invite everyone that would want to come, but I would want something interactive like we do on our calls.
10: I don't know how you all feel. I'm complete. Wonderful. What, what, What does that mean, interactive like we do on our calls?
0: Well, what I, one of the frustrations of the course 20 years ago for me is, was going to the classes and just having someone read the course to, um, from the FIP.
10: Oh,
0: that, that and, won't
10: happen with us.
0: No, I know, no, no, no. But when, when you go to the conference, it was wonderful. The best part of the conference was in the hallways hanging out with you guys. With with the, with these people, or and then we would we all gathered for the calls in the morning, and of course I was blessed to have Sharon as my roommate, so that was super fun <laughs> driving back and forth. But other than that, I just felt it was, um, you know, some of the challenges we all feel. But it's not a judgment; it's just um, a yearning for more. Let's put it that way. I'm
10: complete this is Rob. and uh, whoever wants to find out why vegas feels funny until you get with a uh, like-minded caring group needs to read might need to read the chapter 4 in the original edition and, and you'll see that commercial and business really Take away the homey feeling. Take away the family feeling. I'm complete.
2: Well, and don't we trust in the Holy Spirit to be the guide for all of this anyway. We set an intention and then let everything unfold. So, you know, the, the right and perfect format for the gathering will be revealed to us um, How to interact and what, what we will, the topic that we would discuss and share and those kinds of things will all be revealed. The right perfect place for the gathering will be revealed if we set the intention that that's what we desire. And it certainly does seem like a great idea to be able to get the people together so that After that, when you're on the call, you know who this particular person is. You can can recognize not only the voice, but the individual. And so if that's our intent, we're we're supposed to be able to just trust that the Holy Spirit will work out the details. I'm One
3: step in front of the other.
5: Yes, indeed.
6: I'll just say this,
3: Sharon. Is
6: that what now? Because I've met Lee, when I hear his voice, I don't only hear his voice, but I can feel his really soft hug. So, another another reason to, to do this. Thank you.
4: Sweet, Sharon. Thank you.
5: This is Ann. We could call it group hugs. How
2: sweet! Or everyone could do a live internet broadcast, like Harrison did, so that we so that we could all see when he spoke at uh, at uh, the uh, the Unity Church um, uh, there in Detroit. Uh, And and for those that didn't know who Harrison was, we we could see it on the on the webcast. But uh, yeah, there's a. there's a real advantage to to being able to connect more fully and, and completely with people. And, I mean, again, I just so value this group, and I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of it. Thank you. So,
6: I'm going to be honest with you all. I wanted to be in Tucson because I'm in Tucson, and I don't have the money for a flight or even a... Um, even though flight, the airline race that recently that I was checking out going back to D.C. for my family, have a, I really hadn't checked them in a long time, and they look so good. But I still don't, don't have it. So um, <laughs> as I want to be there, so wherever there is with you all. So I turn that over to the Holy Spirit, and that's what I'm saying. Thank you. I'm complete. I
0: right, did, Chris. When the gathering happens, you have my word that I will figure out a way to get you there. Don't you worry about Amen that. To
10: that. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that.
3: When the else? gathering happens, I like that. That's great. I love you. I love you, Chris. Oh,
6: good! I love you too, Chris.
9: (laughs) We could
1: we could do a Kickstarter. (laughs) You know what what came to mind is my my son is. Joining with uh, other entrepreneurs, he went to a meetup and he and he and he came upon this uh, house. And it's interesting because the house is uh, free to entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs don't have money. They're think, you know they're creating. They're in create mode. So the the house is supported um, in I think it's, it's in an Air, Airbnb system and uh, they make it's a. It's actually a company and it's almost like a think tank. So I got this idea <laughs> that um, we could have a miracle, miracle tank. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where people come together and uh, miracles happen. And, you know, they sort of brain, they brainstorm with their right mind, so to speak. <laughs> and
0: the, the funds will come.
9: That's
0: a great idea. Yeah. So funny. It's Chris. I had been for weeks and weeks and weeks. I looked for, um, I, I reached out to the Las Vegas convention bureau for, um, peaceful or just like a, uh, actually my first choice was the university of Las Vegas. I said, well, what if we got a dorm and we could put our group there? Unfortunately, there's classes during the conference and that wasn't going to work. And the conflict I was having is that there's no downtime. um, and then Reverend Regent would talk about doing yoga classes, and I'm like, "We need a space, which I know that will show up. Um, there's actually one here in New York, but I don't think it's fair to make everyone come all the way across this, um, the country again uh, to do it here. So I'm hearing some great ideas, and um, I may kick into action in the next couple of weeks. You never know. I'm complete.
10: Great.
9: Hi, this is cool, I just got back on the call so I'm getting yay <laughs> um, yeah Fran and I had spoke about this too and we would all be all in to go and um, I don't know if she said it but I always I think it would be great Santa Fe <laughs> but uh, i throw that out that would be a nice location for us to join I think it's not quite Across country, it's like you know, almost towards the middle, and it makes it feel you know fair for all. So I throw that out as a location. I think that would be ideal. the The area is so conducive to serenity. I mean, I've gone down towards um, not Albuquerque. What's that one? We are on what's Taos?
4: Taos, yes. <clears throat> yeah, there.
9: Closest to Sedona. <laughs> So I so is.
6: agree. I so agree with you. Thank you for mentioning that again. I was about to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think of Santa Fe as the Sedona of New Mexico and tell me you know, if I'm wrong because I haven't been there, but what what I've heard of. Yeah. That's
9: what no, very much South. so, sure. Yeah, very much so. Then we put Lee on a mission with his his positive vibes.
4: Santa <laughs> <laughs> Fe would be a great location. It's it's expensive here. Oh. Though so that's oh, right. uh, that's that's the one <clears throat> issue to try and overcome.
9: How but about it'd be like terrific
4: it? to have everyone here in Santa Fe. That would
9: <laughs> How about on the outsk- on the outskirts? Glorietta. Hmm. I mean What's your, our friend Bryce is probably the best <laughs> person. Should, he knows this country better than all of us. <laughs> he's traveled, I think, to every state.
2: <laughs> except except uh, Mexico, actually, that's interesting. It's the one state I haven't been to, other than the, the, upper, upper New England. So. New England, oh. <laughs> upper <laughs> New England, yeah. and the the idea possibly of you know getting a house that we could that you that, that is rentable for a week. You know so mm-hmm. that we have lodging and stuff for people and we have a space that we could do classes and you know and, and teaching and sharing and that kind of stuff um but it would be you know one uh, a lot of places that are you know for temporary rental for visitors and those kind of things mm-hmm. and uh, take a whole uh, uh take a whole property that would be pretty cool Or
9: like a an inexpensive bed ba- oh, no, I bed ba- uh <laughs> <which is laughs> bed and breakfast. <laughs> Uh, This is is Rayla.
7: Um,
9: I don't know if any of y'all are aware, but Regina Don Acres with Awakening Together, um, the Awakening Together Church is purchasing a uh, retreat center, and that might be something that would be leasable. I don't know if uh, Pueblo, Colorado, is in anybody's preference as a place to go, but just. That's For future nice information, place. just you know, be aware that at at one point she they um, Awakening Together will own a retreat center. So I'm completely wow. Yeah, Pablo's nice. That's another nice area, Colorado. Yeah. Really?
2: Is anyone else impressed with how these ideas are coming? You know, we we have one foot in front of the other. Here's this idea, then it leads to this idea, it leads to this idea, it leads to this idea. It's just amazing to watch it unfold right after we've discussed the same kind of concept. It's wonderful.
6: Yeah, it's great. A couple weeks ago I said something about oh, we can all do a seminar together, you know, which is not exactly the same as what we're talking about when I was saying a thousand people would come to see us, and maybe eventually they would, or whatever, but But so, of course, I'm, you know, glad to, I think that was my main thing, actually, just to be with you people. So, yeah.
9: Hey, you know, we're putting it all out to the universe, and the universe will answer us. We know that. So, every thought (laughs) is going out. So, keep those thoughts going.
6: I totally know that this um, conversation is being guided.
3: I totally know it. I love it. Thank you.
5: (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: I always knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I'm complete. Um, wait, no, I'm not. Sorry. Um, for those that live in the south Southeast, um, we've got Sam down there, Rob and Stephen. I'm wondering if... Where the most people are reside, might that might be the easiest place to go. Just a thought. I'm complete.
6: This is Sharon. I can travel. I I might be the furthest from everyone else. I live in Seattle, so I can travel. So I, um, if people, I know the East Coast is where most of um, most of us are. So thank you for the consideration for all of us that are further west, and I can't travel. Thank you.
9: Hi, this is Paul. I wonder how large Sam's house is.
6: <laughs> really, we haven't uh,
0: been there in a while. We should just call him and tell him we're coming. <laughs> yeah.
9: Well, we knew where he lived in New York. We don't know where he's, you know, the house he bought, or so what he bought down there. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if we drove him out of the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, he moved to be with his children. His son, his children grandchildren yeah so but you know it's out there and if it'll be if it's supposed to be it'll be I have faith and trust it'll be
6: and it's already happened since everything else in the universe has already happened this has already happened too (laughs) and we had a
9: great and Ida we had a great time
6: (laughs) Mm. Well, there you
9: go. Mm. That's right. It happened and we had a great time.
10: Yeah, we're just going to do it again. <laughs> deja vu. Uh, the, re- the west coast of Florida, from Tampa southward, enjoys um, um, an interesting... Uh, neutrality of of climate. It's right at the point where um, it's going from subtropical to tropical, and because of the, I'm not permitted to say this in Florida. Uh, global um, climate change. It's forbidden by the by the governor and. The others aligned uh, with him, um, but because of that, the um, the demarcation line between tropical and subtropical is moving northward, and the, the in in the tropical zones, um, there are long periods of of uh, stable weather compared to most other zones, and so. What you get in, in something south of Tampa along the, along the Gulf Coast is an enclosed body of water which isn't subject to a lot of change. So the temperatures in the water tend to move slowly and they tend to keep the temperatures on the land very, very um, acceptable to humans. And uh, so... in, in, in it has the other advantage of having a proper name. It's the sun coaster. They just misspelled it. They use a U instead of an O in the sun. I'm complete.
3: Thank you, Rob. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Rob.
10: Thanks, Ross. Get it? it? Suncoast? Suncoast? This is the sun trip? Yeah, we get it. (laughs) Thanks, heaven. Somebody
5: left. This is Ann, and I appreciate Wendy's share yesterday, and I'm realizing I looked up on the map where Suncoast is and Tampa, and in that same area, Huckleberry Ranch, I don't know why, but that has come up for several months now. And it's in that same area. <laughs> I don't know well, what I that's to do. Huckleberry Ranch. My husband and I, it, it was a funny thing. One day we just kept seeing Huckleberry, Huckleberry, and it just kept coming up, coming up. And so I did a little search. Where would Huckleberry be? Is that a town? What is that? And it it's a place in Florida called Huckleberry Ranch. I'm not sure if it's a subdivision or a little town, but it is right close to Tampa. I'm say God who knows, I am complete.
10: Well, this is this is a big season along what is called the Sun Coast and other parts of Florida for Canadians uh for Europeans so it, it gets pretty busy in the in the um uh, winter time from the season starts in November and builds to a crescendo in January, February and March but after March the place goes back to a rather sleepy um uh, interim period because people are afraid of the heat, but the heat is never particularly bad because there is always cool breezes off the water and a very pleasant air movement. Air quality is extremely stable at high quality all the time. Immense amounts of oxygen from the tree and plant growth and uh, a very invigorating uh place to be even in summertime it, it really never gets very humid except during passing rain periods so you can count on some very nice weather in uh, in anything south of Tampa I'm complete
4: Thank you, Rob. For my own part, I'll be looking into um, how it might work here in Santa Fe, and um, so there'll be a follow-up there. Uh, I'm thrilled to know you all like the idea of coming here to the high desert and uh, and the beauty of northern New Mexico. Um, I get a real kick out of imagining introducing you to the northern New Mexico cuisine, which is quite different. than uh, than you'll find anywhere else in the country. Um, I'll remind, too, that Sheila has offered her place. Um, She said she has a lot of acreage and a big house, so she could accommodate a large party and would love to have us at her place.
2: It would be greatly appreciated if you would follow up on that, Lee. Thank you so very much for the offer.
6: her place in Santa Fe? Yeah.
4: No, where does Sheila live? Who remembers where Sheila is?
0: Sheila's part of the Michigan group, right? Michigan,
8: yeah.
0: Right, Mary. Oh, that would be close for you, Mary. Yeah.
8: (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't live too far away.
0: I'm really feeling someplace warm. I don't know about you, Northeasterners.
2: Just for my own awareness, uh, you mentioned a, a gathering in Las Vegas. When is that supposed to be, just from a time frame conflict standpoint?
1: Uh, you can go on our website, jcim.net, and there's a, a link there that says ACIM Conference. It has all the information. I believe it's the 8th, 9th, and 10th. but It has all the information there. It's at the Rio Hotel.
2: Thank you very much.
1: And... And of uh, uh, course the Miracle Society has the cheapest tickets on ever anywhere there's no cheaper ticket, and there's it's four hundred and eighteen dollars so um, it won't go up A ticket price keeps going up uh, in increments. Our price will not go up. We have about ten tickets left, so just to let you know mm mm-hmm.
4: There are about four fifty already registered for that conference,
1: yes, and since we bought tickets um these these are part of that four fifty They just don't have names on them yet. <laughs> That's cool, yeah, it's filling up.
2: I just got a new laptop, so I should be able to be a little more aware of what's going on with the group. Uh, everything I've been trying to do is off my cell phone. <laughs> it was just very difficult to get a you know, touch base of all things. So I'm looking forward to, to becoming more aware of what's going on with, uh, with the group as a whole. So.
6: Am I the only one that's thinking we weren't quite finished with the with the topic yet? I mean, in the book, the... the the lesson, the
4: workbook lesson. Well, I was going to suggest uh, that those who would like to talk about it um, 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 bring their comments to the after call.
6: To talk about the lesson in the after
10: call? No. To,
4: mean, well, <laughs> we've we've kind of reversed the after call and the and the and the study time today. So maybe we could maybe we could feature some discussion of the reading in the after call.
6: Well, we could. That's a creative idea. I'm complete oh my goodness
0: it's the 1030 I wasn't even paying attention I'm so excited about
6: (laughs) retreat
0: um Reverend Regia would you bring us to a close please Hmm? I'd love to
1: thanks Chris thanks everybody okay we'll end our time together by once again closing our eyes and drawing that awareness within and we feel ourselves begin to relax we relax our our bodies and the breath relaxes and then most importantly our surface thoughts begin to become fewer and it is those surface thoughts that keep us separated they see separate bodies they see separation everywhere. Our service thoughts are often the ones that have been inspired by the world. And so they're intolerant. They're defensive. They're not joy-filled. They're dishonest uh, for the most part. So we'll let them go, 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 go. And we draw back to the loving thoughts of God, Our lesson today I am affected only by my thoughts when we know the truth of this we will step back to the loving thoughts of God let those thoughts inform us as to what is real about each and every one in our lives as well as ourselves today we're learning that we are teachers of God and so what are what What are the, how would you describe a teacher of God? What are the attributes? And one is honesty. He tells us today that honesty means consistency, to be consistent. Quote, at no level are they in conflict with themselves. Therefore, it is impossible for them to be in conflict with anyone or anything There's a unity of thought. Because truth is true. Quote, those who see themselves as whole make no demands. Unquote. They see what is before them with the eyes of Christ. Therefore, there's no conflict. They allow all things to be exactly as they are. The perfect is the only reality. All else is false perception. The choice for honesty involves all living things with none excluded. Quote, they choose for all mankind, for all the world, and all things in it, for the unchanging and unchangeable beyond appearances, and for the Son of God and His Creator. How could they not succeed? Unquote. And so, the teachers of God Find that they're tolerant to be in intolerant is to judge you know if I were honest with myself and trusted the will of God which is my own true will I would not judge I would see my brothers sinless quote without judgment are all things equally acceptable for who could judge otherwise without judgment are all men brothers for who is there who stands apart? Unquote. <laughs> and so, as a teacher of God, we begin to notice a gentleness, and this is the result of our honesty and our trust and our tolerance. The result of dishonesty and mistrust and intolerance is harm. this is insanity and it will cloud my vision and prevent my functioning as a teacher of God when I realize quote I am affected only by my thoughts and then I can choose the gentle thoughts of God within my holy mind that is my reality he tells me quote the might of God's teachers lies in their gentleness for they have understood their evil thoughts came neither from God's Son nor His Creator. Unquote. And there is joy. What a beautiful experience joy is. He tells us, quote, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of joy. Unquote. And now the teacher of God knows he can be in any and all situations, completely defenseless. Quote, they have no dreams that need defense against the truth. Unquote. And so we pray, Father, Mother God, this journey has seemed very difficult at times because so much of my learning has been based on fear. I learned to be mistrustful, dishonest, intolerant, Hard and joyless and defensive. How insane is that? Now I realize how blessed I am. I am on a journey of awakening. I am awakening to who I truly am and who my brother is. In my heart of hearts, I trust love. Love sets all things right. And once love is trusted, all the other blessings follow I tell the truth. I'm tolerant, gentle, joyful, and defenseless. And now you tell me, quote, My child, it is not danger that comes from defense when defenses are laid down. It is safety. It is peace. It is joy. And it is God. (laughs) And so it is. Amen. Amen. Amen.
7: Amen. Amen. So Amen. It was wonderful. Thank you, everyone.
4: Thank Amen. you, Reverend Regia. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.
2: Amen. Thank you. What time does the after-call start, Lee?
4: Right away. Thanks okay. for the impromptu meeting, everyone.
2: <laughs> I can't find
0: my console. Lee, can you um, shut the call off? I don't know. Sure.